Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful How to think like a CEO and act like a leader Practical insights for performance and results By Michael F. Andrew Chapter 13 Surround yourself with people smarter than you Behind an able man, there are always other able men. Chinese proverb. I'm sure you've heard this lesson many times before. I'm repeating it because it is so true. The best way to ensure success as a leader is to follow this simple principle. Of course, this requires you to have a requisite level of confidence in yourself. But the potential impact is unlimited. Let me explain something first. This really isn't about people who are actually smarter than you. It is about people who are smarter than you in other areas or possess a different type of smartness or bring a different style that complements your style. Organizations use a variety of personality type assessments. One of these assessments, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, MBTI, focuses on different dimensions of personality. For example, one of these dimensions identifies our preference for gathering or acquiring information. Using MBTI language, intuitives have a preference for being conceptual, for being imaginative and creative, and having a comfort level dealing with the abstract and ambiguity. Sensors like me tend to prefer the practical, the facts, the uh, concrete reality where the rubber meets the road. As a leader, I may want to surround myself with those who can't think creatively. Sorry, as a leader, as a leader, I may want to surround myself with those who can think creatively and out of the box and have a natural tendency for being conceptual to complement my type. Of course, learning about MBTI gets into a lot more detail and that is not the purpose of this chapter, but even taking a look at one little piece of style preference, we can begin to understand the value of diversity, i.e. diversity in the sense of surrounding yourself with diverse thinking, different views of the world and different talents. A good leader knows the value of blending this diversity in a way that results in synergy and better decisions. I think of the talent in John F. Kennedy's cabinet or Abraham Lincoln surrounding himself with a staff of people who formerly either despised him or ridiculed him for his appearance and lack of formal education and seemingly coming out of nowhere to beat some of them for President William Seward, Salmon P. Chase, Edwin Stanton, Edward Bates, etc. I took on a role for five years as the president of the board of directors that governs the community I live in. Our board has done something I think is remarkable, and this is not about me, believe me. We have lowered the dues two years in a row, with a plan, as this is being written, to lower the dues again for the third year in a row.
We accomplished this while building a long-term capital reserve that is accumulating by leaps and bounds. And we have drastically improved and upgraded the landscape and maintenance of our community with over 100 special projects. We are doing all of this while lowering the dues. How? We have some brilliant and dedicated people on the board who bring different experiences, knowledge, talents, and skills, and who bring one and only one agenda for their role, what's best for the community. Going back to the leader as a facilitator approach, my role is to facilitate meetings, facilitate uh, the uh, brilliant ideas and talents of others, and facilitate the execution of our yearly goals and budget. I never could have figured all this out by myself. However, the board as a team did. The board is a synergistic team where the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. What an experience to rely on smart and smarter and talented people to achieve these accomplishments. Now, if only our local, state and federal governments can find a way to lower taxes while increasing or sustaining the level of services. Succession planning is now a pressing issue for a significant number of companies. Succession planning is a process of ensuring that companies have a cadre of high potential leaders ready to move on and up to help the company continue to achieve its business goals year after year. CEO or CEOs must and I stressed must surround themselves with high performing, well respected leaders. That is how CEOs succeed. Find me a CEO who seriously believes his or her company succeeded because of him or her alone, and I'll show you someone quite imperceptive, arrogant, and full of him or herself. Successful CEOs will readily admit that success was achieved because they were surrounded by talented, passionate, performance-driven leaders. In a professional sports, talented managers and executives run the business, the team, but their success depends on surrounding, surrounding themselves with talented, performance-driven, passionate players who are motivated to win. Good companies are now preparing for a future and ongoing succession, so the companies will sustain growth and long-term profitability. This is the case for a well-disciplined leadership development process created around building a bench strength of future leaders ready for succession to the next step. Again, Using the professional sports example, that is why each major league baseball, baseball team has a series of minor league affiliates to develop future talent who will someday be ready to fill in when called upon to keep the major league team winning. Go Red Sox. Sorry, I had to get that one in there. Go Red Sox. Sorry, I had to get that one in there. Think of a team you led that produced impressive results. How did the team demonstrate synergy where the whole was greater than the sum of its, play, of its parts? How did you leverage the talents, skills, knowledge, and experiences of the team to achieve those results? Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of chapter 13.